Hey, what's up, dudes? Hey there, welcome to Keeping Tabs. The podcast where we scour the depths of the internet for toxic trends, cringe content, D-list news, and so much more. So you don't have to. Let's get somebody here a new kidney and also get this show started. Hey guys, welcome back to Keeping Tabs. It's quarantine out there and it's quarantine in here. Nah, man. It's not quarantine in your mind, dude. Sorry, I broke edge and smoked weed, so there's all types of ill shit happening. How's your uh, how's your quarantine going this week? This week, I'm doing okay. I got out and I was able to distribute some rant strike propaganda with my roommates. Tight. And this took several forms and they were all fun. And... I feel really strongly about the rent strike. I think that it's absolute bullshit that a certain economic class of people isn't feeling the effects of the quarantine and subsequent financial crisis that's been happening as much as other people are. Namely, what I'm talking about is the fact that landlords seem to feel like their income shouldn't be affected even if the people who are providing that income, aka tenants are having their income affected, especially in Portland, which is where I live. There's been a moratorium on evictions. And what that means is that no one can be evicted from their housing for non-payment of rent while the state of emergency is in effect. And currently, you have six months to pay back any missed rent from the time that the state of emergency is lifted. And what we're hoping is that at some point, Mayor Ted Wheeler or Governor Kate Brown will overturn the moratorium and instead say that we just never have to pay back any missed rent. The issue is that even after the state of emergency is lifted and even after we're not in lockdown anymore, the the economy is still going to be impacted. When the state of emergency is lifted, like most states are going to be opening back up in phases. And so not all businesses in all areas are going to be completely open. So there's still going to be people out of work. Right, exactly. And lots of small businesses are, if not closing, being forced to like seriously cut back on their hours and that harms workers. Amoeba Music in Hollywood fucking closed down. Like for good? Yeah. So what did what did uh you guys went out and and did what now? Uh we just distributed some propaganda. <laughs> we just Tight. wanted to uh make sure that people who don't have access to the internet or the news as much know that rent strike is happening and For right now, you're completely within your legal rights, at least in Portland. You're within your legal rights to not pay a single cent of rent right now as long as you notify your landlord before the first of the month and state that you're unable to pay because your job or hours or wages have been affected because of COVID-19. And what I did was just sent a letter to my landlord, I just forwarded them an email from my boss that said, my preschool is closing down. 
because of COVID-19 and that we are all placed on temporary layoff. Um, so any documents like that. Like a doctor's note, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So that's all you really need. Um, as long as you say that, you cannot be evicted right now. I'm not familiar with every state. Some states don't have a moratorium on evictions right now, so it's much more risky for renters in those areas to say that they're not paying rent. But I've heard that nearly a third of American renters in April were either unable to pay rent or chose to strike. So in places like New York City or Chicago, all the tenants of certain buildings were unionizing, getting together and saying, you know, you know what, they, they can't evict all of us. So we are not going to pay rent. It's super unfair that we provide the income for our landlords. Yeah. If we ourselves are not making income, it's absolutely ridiculous for them to expect us to pay them. It's not that hard to figure out. It's very simple. Like <laughs> It's pretty fucking blatant. My boss <laughs> told me we are not making income as a business right now, so we can't pay you. So... I'm telling my landlords then, I'm not making income as a tenant, so I can't pay you. It's extremely simple. And we are really hoping that as things progress, we can continue to put pressure on our mayor and our governor and all our representatives to put a rent freeze, rent forgiveness order in place so that we never end up actually having to pay back what we didn't pay during this time. Totally. And I know uh, for a fucking fact that Governor Kate Brown um, listens to this podcast. So, Kate, <laughs> can you do all that, please? Kate, babe. Kate, um, could you listen to Reason? For once. Uh, dear Kate, um, this is the last one. Dear Kate, um, this isn't making too much sense and you need to help us. But you know what? At least we're not Texas. Or Georgia. Georgia's like opening back up right now. Yeah, Texas too. Texas, oh, the the stay at home orders in lots of lots of southern states are oh expiring in the next few weeks. So if we're still in quarantine in like fucking October, yeah. Oh boy. Looking at you, Florida, Florida man. God damn it! Have you seen the clips of uh, what are now known as the Flu Klux Klan protesting? Oh, yeah. You mean all the people who are grouping together outside of different states' capital buildings and saying, like, I need a haircut. <laughs> Open the state back up. Yeah, and who is that politician that said there are more important things than living? But some fucking dude on the news was saying, like, pretty much speaking for all 70-year-olds that, like, they would be okay with dying. Yeah, you know, if it means that other people can't, can't go to their go-kart races, I'll gladly die for that. <laughs> I just feel so bad for those young people. Oh man, I'm really fortunate that both, like my mom, mom and Pep Pep, are are both dead. Yeah, I'm glad that my grandparents are dead too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, Republican, mm. called for the reopening of his state. And the country late Monday saying there are more important things than living. He's the same one who said back in March that he thought lots of grandparents across the country would gladly risk their survival to keep the country afloat economically. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, the especially right wing misinformation surrounding all of this has been really wild to say the least. I mean, I don't know if you saw Dr. Phil going on some Fox News program and saying like, 
well, we don't close the country down for car crashes. Oh, Jesus Christ. We don't close the country down for AIDS. That argument is so fucking tired. Dr. Phil sucks anyways. I just think it requires, like, a second grade level of critical thinking (laughs) to understand why that argument doesn't work. Like, car crashes aren't contagious, so we don't shut the country down for car crashes. And AIDS... We all know why they didn't want to shut the country down for AIDS because they thought it only killed gay people for a while and that was what they wanted. And then by the time they figured out that straights could get it, it was too late. So also I'm literally on the live update for coronavirus right now and it said the U.S. officially has surpassed one million cases. Christ on the cross. And and like the thing that's so frustrating about it is – like, people are saying, like, I don't care if I'll get it, I'll fight it off. But it's not fucking about you getting it. You It affects literally millions of other peoples because that's how fucking viruses work. It's crazy. Did you see the My Body, My Choice pickets? That actually ruled. That was, that was funny as hell. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. I was like... Damn, so after this, are they going to understand abortion? Like, do they oh, do they get it now, you know? Uh, no, no. Oh, fucking Lord. Maybe they it's, do. It's, it's just, it's borderline cracker shit. Or not borderline, no. It, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's downright utter cracker shit. I got to show you something. So, one of my favorite things that I have seen in quarantine since the last time we talked was on the internet and because of that we are going to talk about it in the podcast because i've seen some good stuff since the quarantine began i saw my cat touch noses with a really small cute dog oh peanut i watched all of the reality show too hot to handle on netflix oh man i i am not i i support you in that i am not on board you don't have to be, because the point is, we're not going to talk about that stuff. I sent you something that I saw on the internet that made me really happy recently. Doja Cat's Shakespearean retelling of Roddy Rich's The Box is hilarious. I was at bat, where the stash at? Cruise the city in a bulletproof Cadillac. Because I know these niggas have to wear the bag at. Gotta move smarter. Gotta move harder. Lasses trying to get me for my water. I lay his ass down on my son or my daughter. I had the Draco with me, Dwayne Carter. Lot of lasses out here playing. Ain't ballin'. I done put my whole arm in the rim, Vince Carter. And I know probably get a key for the quarter. Shotty, barely seen in double C's. I bought her. Yeah, she's a national treasure. Doja Cat is fucking funny. Is she with G Easy or is that uh or is that Megan the Stallion? Oh wait, you know what? She has dated Johnny Utah. No shit. Yeah, but I don't think that they're together anymore. And you know what? I'm so sick of mediocre Billy Goat looking ass greasy white dude being in vogue. Just imagine like a like a what's his name? Uh like a fucking God damn it. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. Spit it out. I don't know. I don't really know who Johnny Utah is. It's like, uh, no, it's not Mac Miller. It's like the guy with the gap tooth. Mac Miller. No, no, that's not. Mac Miller's a dead <laughs> rapper. 
It's the guy who looks like a Muppet, and he has a song that's like, Vice Roy. Vice Roy? <laughs> you sound like Robert Goulet. No, I sound like Mac DeMarco. Jesus. Oh, so between g Easy, Mac DeMarco, and uh, Johnny Utah, I cannot name one song. Yeah, the thing is, is that they all are the same in my head. Ah. Uh, it's just that sort of unwashed it looks like someone took a took a furby and dunked it in motor oil and then let it wander the streets i think they put eye shadow to make their eyes look more sunken in because that's what the girls like yeah that's what i'm saying that type of thing is in and i'm just not understanding it and i'm sick of it and i'm glad that doja cat isn't dating one of them anymore because love you doja um any other good internet stuff you've seen so I recently found this awesome test. Do you ever take personality tests on the internet? No. I'm really into them. Um, I like to know all my letters. I'm an INFP, by the way. You know what that means? What? I don't know what that means. So this isn't just me saying this. I'm not just making this up. Um, I'll, I'll just spit it out and I'll be the judge of that. Okay, well... Some psychologists have devised different personality tests, and I like to take them. And one of them is called the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, and it lets you know what your personality is. And I'll send it to you right now, because I'm sure you're like an ENTP. <laughs> what Do I have to take it? You don't have to take it right now, but before the next episode, you do. <laughs> and this is true, everybody. She really does like these personality tests because <laughs> one time she sent one, like, it was like a tent test like meant for your friends, and she sent it to our group chat, and no one responded, and she was like, nobody responded to this. Yeah, because you guys are the worst group chat. <laughs> if you think you're my only group chat, you've got another thing coming. Well, well that goes for every single human in the world. And Ghostwipe is a pretty fucking tight group chat. No, Ghostwipe is my worst chat. Well, you're going to have five people that are going to be pretty sad to hear that. Good. I was pretty sad when no one took my test. (sighs) Hurt people, hurt people. Free personality test, 16 personalities. Yeah, so there's different personalities that you can have, and they're in there. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Did you just say there's different personalities you can have? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and this test explains them. Let me explain something to you about personality. Listening fool. You can have different ones. Anyway, those are really vanilla tests, but I found a weird one. And what I like about it is that it doesn't make any sense. It's called the Dark Core Personality Test. The website asks, "Do you have a dark core?" <laughs> <laughs> Researchers who's names sound german that i can't pronounce they're but they all three of them have phds um and they discovered (laughs) that there is a common core to dark traits which they call the dark core personality the dark core is a general dispositional tendency out of which dark traits arise you get to say how much you agree or disagree with all these different statements and then that determines how dark your core is and i figured out that my core is 15 percent darker than the average person's core from this test um but here's the thing 
I just think that this test, I don't think that this test makes any sense. So that, can I can I ask a question? Is this test taking stuff due to quarantine boredom? Um, This seems like something that I would do in general. If you had more time. Yeah, you know, what is time? Time is a construct. Here's the way I feel about it. I don't think that it's a good way of determining how dark a person is. Because the questions, I think, are designed to make you feel weird if you agree with them. But I don't think they're actually that weird. For example, question number three says, I have enjoyed hurting someone physically, sexually, or emotionally. What? Yes. Now listen, you're supposed to say, do you very strongly disagree? Strongly disagree, disagree, or you can be neutral, or you can agree, strongly agree, or very strongly agree. Now, here's the reason why I think this question is misleading. Obviously, if you enjoy hurting someone, that sounds bad, right? Yes. But I would argue there's a big difference between enjoying punching someone in the face and breaking their nose and sending them to the hospital... And if you're, you know, having sex with someone and they want you to slap them or something and that hurts them, but they like it. So then you enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yes. So I, I have to say that I agree with this one. And there are so many questions like this. And my point is. <laughs> oh, here we go. This test called me dark. Do you want to hear what I think about you? <laughs> i guess wait okay hold up so like this one i often have fantasies which involve hurting people yes do you agree strongly agree or very strongly agree with that very strongly agree because you think about killing like white nationalists all the time yeah not all the time but you think about it a lot don't you yeah well rethinking all this no both you and i are dark but no buts that's a fact like we're definitely out there uh, yeah we're dark we're fucking we both love the movie mandy that's true and you know what more people should like it it doesn't make sense nick cage has a new movie out same creators from mandy called the colors of space or some shit like that that i need to watch oh damn i can't wait and he's also our special guest hi guys it's keeping tabs i have hair plugs you just sound like batman no, Batman sounds like this. More stoic. That sounds like Bane. Bane does not <laughs> sound like that. <laughs> Bane's core would be so dark. Well, yeah, he was born in the darkness. You nearly adopted the dark. <laughs> I was born in it. Molded by it. <laughs> I didn't see the light until I was already a man, and by then it meant nothing more to me than bright. Ew. <laughs> I love that. I love that fucking movie. I cry every fucking time. We should watch that sometime. But no, uh, as far as that that test goes, like I understand that because we know that we're like loving and compassionate individuals, and we go outside and and whatnot. But compared to most, yes, we're dark. Fifteen percent darker than the average person isn't really that much darker, in my opinion. What about this one? I might be willing to take a punch if it meant that someone I did not like would receive two punches. <laughs> I think I disagree with that one. That just sounds like unhealthy resentments. It's the whole drinking poison, hoping they die sort of thing. 
Yeah, you know, I agree with you, actually, because, yeah, I would like to see certain people get punched. I'm not willing to take a punch just to be sure that they get punched. I want them to receive a punishment, but I don't think I should have to suffer. Well, and, like, it's not specific whether I get to punch them twice. Like, if that's the case, then, yes, I will take... I will take a hit from somebody that I really don't like, let them observe that it had no effect on me because I'm fucking made of steel and anger, and then and then hit them twice and just completely send them to la-la land. Night-night. Yeah, I respect that. Good. These are vague questions. <laughs> this one just says, I like to pick on losers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I love that one. I completely agree with that. Losers are so fucking whack. I agree with so many of these because if you mean losers, like someone who loses at a game, no, I'm not a bad winner. But if you mean loser in terms of like, who do I think is the biggest loser? Probably like a racist, you know, sexist. And yeah, I do like to pick on them. (laughs) I like that a lot. And also the way that this test works is it tells you your overall darkness and then it tells you... Then it tells you um, how dark you are in different ways. So different dark traits like egoism or sadism or... Masochism. No, masochism's not dark. You know what masochism means, right? Yeah, it means you like to get hurt sexually. Well, that's not dark, is it? Sadism is dark. Sadism. I had sad- sadism confused with masochism. Excuse me, everybody. I just want to put it out there. I fucking didn't go to college. <laughs> fucking assholes. I had a lot of computer trouble this week, and it brought me to my knees. All right. How about this one? What? Some people have to be treated roughly because they lack feelings that can be hurt. Yes. Most people that keep on talking shit either have never or it's been a long time since they've gotten their ass severely beaten. I agree. Finally, we agree on something, and it's violence. <laughs> you know, violence can be used for good. V for Vendetta taught me that. Nazis can't talk shit with their jaw wired shut. That's why you gotta curb stomp them. I'd like to give a shout out to Nick Wirt and my dad, our only two patrons on Patreon. Did you know that if all of our friends pledged between $1 and $5 per month, it would go a long way to helping us promote the podcast and also fund essentials that would be so cool this is the section of the show where we'd put ads for our sponsors if we had any do you have a product you want two brain dead millennial cyber bullies to promote if you answered yes send an email to keeping tabs podcast at gmail.com to get that ball rolling and now it's back to the show Another big thing that's on TikTok, just like every other social media platform, is politics. But, you know, TikTok has a lot of kids and teenagers, and so you have a lot of kids and teenagers talking about politics so much that they've created their own little groups that have their own page. The two that really go at it are the liberal hype house and the conservative hype house. Could you define those terms for me? What is hype house? I sadly I can. You guys, I want you to understand that like when we say we scour the internet so you don't have to, this isn't fun for me. 
So the Hype House was originated, a guy pretty much rented out this house to content creators and they all made content together. Where was the house? I have fucking Santa Monica and it's all like Instagram, TikTok content creators. But these are these people don't live together. These are groups of 17 to 24 year olds literally debating like they go on Zoom and debate some I think sometimes they do it on YouTube so people can watch it live and then they post it to their social medias and say haha we won and then the other ones say haha we won because there's no like mediators <laughs> like in it they're just fucking arguing Do they ever like physically fight? No, that's the worst part. But hey, let's let's uh let's go a little deeper. So obviously like these kids beef a lot they're literally doxing each other. This kid, Nick Videos, who is uh, a big Trump supporter, and he lives in Texas, and he's 17 years old, so I don't talk to him. That's the weirdest part, is you got these fucking, like, 50-year-old liberal men that are like, I will debate Nick Videos, and he's 17 years old. Please do something better with your time. Anyways, yeah, he got doxed first, and... There were like altered screenshots of him DMing and using the N word with a hard R <gasps> and stuff, and sent to the college that he's applying to. Oh shit! It's fucking so gnarly and hilarious and wrong. And then on the liberal side, one of the girls just got outed. Videos surfaced of her three that were from two years ago and one that was recent of her saying the n-word she got like crazy death threats and deleted her account there these kids are fucking ruthless one girl gabby just out of the blue deleted her account nobody knew what was going on and she was in the liberal hype house and then Nick Videos, who is in the conservative hype house, came out with a video stating Gabby had deleted her account because she was getting death threats. The people doxxed her and had her address. They were saying that they were going to break into her window and murder her. And this is all in her live stream. Holy shit. And so he was addressing this and saying that him and her have different political opinions and different opinions pretty much on everything, but she is a, a good person and she doesn't deserve this. And then he threw out a word that I hadn't heard yet. And he said, uh, you groipers need to stop. Oh my gosh. Okay. Groiper. Groipers. That is G-R-O-Y-P-E-R. Okay, I want to guess. You want to guess? Okay, go ahead. I have never heard this before. Groiper. It sounds kind of like goy. The Jewish word for a non-Jewish person. Oh, shit. What? Is that right? I, <laughs> I didn't even put that together. I did not know that. What's it? What's the word? Goy. G-O-Y. That's what Jewish people refer to non-Jews as. Okay. I think it's like kind of rude. Like it's kind of snarky, but it's not considered an epithet. Yeah, like a slur. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I'm just going to stop you there because you just uh, opened my eyes. Um, that's fucking exactly what this shit is. Holy shit. Okay, go on. Okay. So, Groypers are a loose network of alt-right figures who are vocal supporters of a white supremacist and a quote-unquote America First podcaster known as Nick Fuentes. So, I searched the hashtag Nick Fuentes on TikTok. He didn't have a page himself, but... There's plenty of videos of him up. <sighs> and this guy, this guy sucks, man. I just did an image search of him, and it's a lot of pictures of him in front of 
Trump flags, just looking like the meanest kid at the prep school. Yes. And and I'm proud to say that uh, he is 5'6". I'd love to square up. Yep. Groypers regularly confront mainstream conservative organizations okay. like Turning Point USA for failing to promote a truly America first agenda and for not being adequately pro-white. You staying with me here? Close as I dare to get. The thing that racists hate being called the most is a racist, and it's because they're scared, and it's because they should be scared. So I'm going to just read further after saying that. Uh, Fuentes is careful to position the Groypers not as white supremacists, but rather as Christian conservatives who oppose, among other things, immigration, undocumented and illegal, globalism, homosexuality, transgender rights, and feminism. Groypers charge that mainstream conservative organizations like TPUSA want to silent dissidents like Fuentes, who has been expelled from TPUSA events because of his extreme views. So Republicans don't want these people. Uh That's a lot for me to take in. Fuentes rejected the white supremacist label and asserts that when others call him and his groupers racists, ready for this one, it is an anti-white slur. Oh, okay. So racist is something that he's admitting white people are. Yes. Here's the thing. I acknowledge that racism does exist within communities of color for sure. I see anti-native language among all types of people, among black people, Latinx people for sure. And a lot of black people have called out certain aspects of racism in a lot of Asian communities as well. Yeah, vice versa. It's not like it doesn't exist. But when we're talking systemic, baby. Yeah. And obviously, for the most part, unless it's a really, really poor soul, most people of color, whatever problems they have with each other, would come together and call out the fact that white people are responsible for, I'm going to go ahead and say, all systemic racism in the world. 100%. And that's what people don't understand, and I'm just not going to get into that right now. Um, But yeah, so that's how much of a thin-skinned bitch he is. Um, He adds, I'm tired of caring what the left thinks. I care about the future of the country. We have to say what we mean. We have to do what we think is right. Which is what? So their stances include, gosh, one of the Groypers, I saw his comment on a TikTok video earlier, and he said, we aren't anti-Semites, we just don't like that Jews control everything. We're dealing with stuff like that. They do not want any mixtures of races. They want an only European descent America. They bank a lot on Christian values. And and Nick Fuentes has talked about like people talk about this loving God who sat with prostitutes and stuff like that. But he, how he perceived the Bible was that God was more angry and spiteful and full of wrath, which is, I, I, I agree with them on that, but he liked it. I didn't. So Jillian put together that the uh, Yiddish, is it Yiddish? Uh, I don't know if it's Yiddish or Hebrew. I'm real ignorant. Yeah, me too. Oh Lord. What I read is that the Groper meme emerged online in 2017, showing up on various platforms, including the anonymous image board in 4chan, big fucking surprise, um, and this was during the height of everybody's favorite meme frog. Pepe. Everybody loves Pepe. And so it's looking like Groiper is Pepe's bitch ass cousin. 
the Groiper meme was adopted by people connected with the alt-right who added Groiper-related images to their Twitter handles and profile pictures. So that's what we're dealing with here. And uh, I have acted accordingly. So I've been I've been busy on TikTok. But unfortunately, yet again, for the third time, I got banned from commenting um, until May 5th. What did you do? <laughs> I kept on saying. May 5th. Well, I guess that's just that's just like a week, huh? Yeah, it's just a week. I kept on saying on all these Nick Fuentes videos, I like just made up a law, like according to law B37 clause 756, it's not illegal to physically assault Nick Fuentes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept on saying that and they were getting so mad and somebody reported me. So I can't comment for a while. So I made a video and put it on TikTok of it's just me talking about my feelings about them dubbed over that uh, beautiful scene that we've talked about before of Eli Roth walking out of the tunnel and Inglorious Bastards and bashing that Nazi skull in. The hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm not that big into body hair, but on him, it looked that shit looks good. Be honest, that scene turned you gay, didn't it? Oh, honey. Yes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but no, my first man-on-man fantasy was with Joseph Gordon-Lovitz in uh, Third Rock from the Sun. I haven't seen that. He was, to be clear, he was underage, but so was I, so. Okay, well then it's fine. Anyways, right away it got taken down, and I violated community guidelines. I posted it again, and not soon after that, they muted the volume. They do that sometimes. Instead of taking down a video, they'll just mute the volume on the video. Uh-huh. So that showed me it was more of what I said that was upsetting than the image of a man getting his skull bashed in with a baseball bat. Oh, cool. Yeah. Next time they try to tell you words don't hurt, huh? And now I'm going to, in real time, check my TikTok and see what kind of comments I got on it. I got to say that I think because of Max, we got our first troll over on the at Keeping Tabs podcast Instagram page. At least that's my theory, because Max is going on with his goal to become a martyr for (laughs) the (laughs) for the I just like trolling racists, man. Yeah, yeah. But he makes them so mad on TikTok, and I know that he's mentioned the podcast, and I think that it's possible and probable even that one of them has migrated across platforms to talk shit on Instagram. But it's the timeline, because we got the troll was, what, a week ago? Okay, so a week ago, I posted our previous episode before this one, international crisis you can stream it on soundcloud spotify itunes and um they know they're here yeah i'm just saying (laughs) and i posted the picture for the episode and i said new episode up now on soundcloud and then the next day someone who goes by the instagram handle at rosin underscore usa said wait hold up how many followers does he have and does he have any content He has no content. So this is what I see when I go to his profile. Last time he had like five posts. Now he doesn't have any. When I go there, his icon could very well be him because he just looks like every white person I've ever seen. (laughs) 
and it's really hard to tell them apart. He has zero posts, 145 followers, and he's following 450 people. His header says, and I quote, six letters, starts with N-I, ends in E-R. So, Jesus Christ, man. And then his bio says, look at your face, you look so mad. So he's obviously just a troll. But the day after I posted the episode and a link to it, he commented, can you please stop making podcast with the prayer hands emoji? (laughs) 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 So I was like, oh my God, fun. And I said, no way, no way, brother, you know, brother with the umlaut over the O with the high five emoji. And he responded, damn it, then I'll have to KMS, which means kill myself, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. And I said at that point, we'll be sure to lead the parade at your funeral and keep your mom company. He was talking shit, so I talked some shit back. I love it. I did not expect that from you. I didn't think you were so dark. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, at Razlin underscore USA, you're going to kill yourself. That sucks. I'll be there at the funeral cheering the loudest. And don't worry, your mom, she's in good hands, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he said, who said I was dying? (laughs) If anything, it's the podcast that's dying. And here we go with the middle school mom jokes. Oh, he's mad at us for fucking making jokes at him. And I was like, well, you literally just said you were going to kill yourself if we don't stop making it. And we're still making it. So do the math, my love. And he said, (laughs) this one was actually kind of funny, but I'll never tell him that. He said, I'll do the math for you. Under 10 listeners plus four likes equals zero (laughs) dollars. Which, okay, it's really funny, but also he was basing that off of the number of likes our Instagram post has. And Instagram isn't a streaming service. (laughs) And also it's just bullshit to be like, you're not making any money off your podcast. It's like, well, obviously. So I said... I do hope you get healthy despite the capitalist take on why art should be made. Suicide is never the answer, and we hope all internet users are safe. Love you. And then he said, so you think that you make art. Ba ha 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 You are delusional, I see. You're gonna have to take a capitalist look at the world once you are forced to move out of your mom's basement and get a real job that actually makes money. And at this point, I was thinking, you know... Which one of us is he talking to? Does he think I live with my mom or that you live with your mom or that I am your mom and we live together? Or most likely he's probably just never listened to the podcast at all. Yeah. And if this (laughs) does take off and turns into a sitcom and you play my mom, that'd be pretty cool. You are four years older than me. Yeah, but it'd be funny. Okay. I just don't think it'd be a very good mom to you because I'd be like... Max, why aren't you smoking weed? Why aren't you drinking? Come on, here's a beer. That's what I'd be doing. Well, and I'll say, no, mom, I don't want to. I'm straight edge. And then I try to show you have heart and you'd be like, I don't want to listen to this. I don't like have heart. It's true. Whatever, man. I'm done with this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think that he's one of your trolls? He very well could be. I didn't really start with the Groypers up until like pretty recently in the last couple of days. And so that's a pretty big leap, but it could have been any other racist from TikTok that I triggered or it could just be some random dude but 
yesterday I got a comment from a guy who said, how's your millennial podcast doing? Oh. Yeah, it was with a groiper. And I was like, dude, kind of struggling right now. We're just starting, but it would help a lot if you subscribed. <laughs> and did he? I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably. Well, I'm proud of you. You were you handled that little boy very well. If you had a nickel for every time you heard that, huh? Because she's a preschool teacher, you you, you guys. Anyway, we don't make our podcast to make money. <laughs> but if you did want to pay us, you could. And we're going to blow up, so it'd be like an investment. Okay, so I just pulled up uh, some of the comments on my video. I mentioned Milo Yolkanovich, whatever that fucker's name is. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. That dude's the worst. I mentioned him. I mentioned Caitlin Bennett. Do you know who Caitlin Bennett is? Gun girl. Are you asking me if I know who poop girl is? There you go. Okay, enough said. People, look that up. That's a whole nother story. And I also mentioned Richard Spencer in it. So one comment I got was, Milo was right. So were all the other names you listed. You are a degenerate for thinking otherwise. That means I'm smart. All I got so many compliments because if groipers are calling me bad things, that means I'm a good boy. Yeah, that's true. One boy said that we're scared of him. Who is? That I'm scared of them, the groipers. Oh, that's why you're making memes about them getting scalped and murdered? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is usually how you show that you're scared of people, I guess. This guy, I don't know. I don't even know what this means. Uh, said, uh, the Zoomer right is inevitable because no one else can do optics like us. That literally sounds like a 13-year-old was listening outside the door of one of his dad's business meetings and heard, heard the word optics and was like, this is how I win. Oh, man. One says, keep coping. You can't stop America first. This is called the America first movement. Yeah. Even though yeah. it's not moving. Um, <laughs> one boy said, free speech is for everyone. And that's such a tired fucking thing to say. Like, I'm not debating that you don't have free speech or shouldn't. I'm using my free speech to call you a bitch. And, and your free speech, like protects you from federal government and nothing else it is not you are still liable to get your fucking ass beat i i will say i agree with your take to a certain extent that like yeah okay if you get to use your free speech to be a racist then i'm gonna use my free speech to call you a fucking bitch (laughs) and let you know that you shouldn't come within a 50 mile radius of where i live because i'm gonna fucking do something with a baseball bat and your windshield if you're lucky and your skull if you're not. I think that that's one way to steer the conversation. And I think that another way to steer the conversation would be that speech that invalidates a person's unalienable rights to freedom and life is no longer free speech. Certain speech can be violent. Oh, totally. I forget who said it, but somebody said uh, white nationalist speak is literally like a punch thrown because it's inciting violence. And so we're allowed to hit back. It's self-defense. Right. It's like, I'm not going to talk shit about white people until they out themselves as racist. Yeah. I might think whatever I want, but until I hear that they're a white nationalist or sexist, you know, homophobic, I'm not going to talk shit. So- the thing I like seeing least on, on TikTok right now is people trying to debate them because it's giving them another platform to fucking 
spit their fucking weak ass venom and you can't rationalize with an irrational person and you can't reason with an unreasonable person and people who think that way and have that ideology are irrational and unreasonable when you look at caitlin bennett and richard spencer and milo Blah, 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 blah. I'm sure they're still up to no good and they're on their little private platforms, but I haven't seen or heard of them in a long time in mainstream media. And, and it's going to be the same with people like this. They're going to get their 15 minutes of triggering people and they're going to stay under their fucking rocks. Like, yes, things are fucking super gnarly right now still, but the reality is that anti-Semitism, homophobia, and transphobia doesn't have a place in the real world and uh, anymore that shit gets called out and so like they have nowhere to go so please don't try to debate them don't try to reason with them but if you see them on the street it's a green light to take flight on site and speaking of racist tiktok teens there's this there's been this tiktok challenge it's called an ingredient video and people will be like today we're making buff boys and it'll be like they have these different cups full of water that are labeled with different things like muscles and then they pour it in or it'll be like always talks about the pump and then pours it in and a couple of racist seniors from a high school in georgia decided to make one of those types of videos except it's a racial slur is what they're making the girl's name is stephanie freeman and her boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend hard to say jeffrey hume they have both been expelled and will both not be going to college as a result of this situation. Consequences, man. That's how fucking people learn. People will think twice before saying that shit out loud anymore. She just doesn't really seem to have that much remorse at all. Then she went on to kind of try and make some excuses about how she's just a young, stupid teenager and now her life is ruined forever and two wrongs don't make a right. I have no sympathy, so. I'm glad the consequences are all over the internet, just like the video was. She posted a few pictures of herself crying, and I'm just saying, two wrongs don't make a right, but two wrongs make a right-wing cry. Nice. That's all I care about. Yeehaw, motherfucker. But uh, I want to talk about one more thing that made me feel real good. I'm going to talk about Big Baby. Oh, no. No. Do we have to talk about it? We have to talk about it. You want to know why? Because some 12-year-old little puke on my TikTok says I look like the adult version of the Big Baby. (laughs) He's not fucking wrong, and I'm pissed. Do you wear baby powder like that? (laughs) Oh, God. That, That truly makes me feel gross inside. So... While we've been talking, this feels like a, a good time to say this. I took the dark core personality test again. And this time, I am 19.11% darker than the average person. That's it? That's not, see, that sounds about right. Were you, you were tripping on that earlier? No, what I'm saying is the first time I took this, when I took this, I was expecting to be darker. Oh, I thought you were surprised that you were dark. No, 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 no. I am not surprised. I was just saying that I think that the questions are worded in such a way that if people were being honest, a lot of people would be darker than they expected. So I was thinking I was going to be really dark. Uh My highest trait of darkness is self-interest. 
I got I, I scored 90% on self-interest. I also scored ooh, this one's not so good. I scored 70% on psychopathy and sadism and Machiavellianism. And all the other ones are above normal, but nothing to really write home about. Jeez Louise. So so what you're telling me is that this internet pop-up personality quiz isn't reliable uh that's not what i'm saying i i do think that i'm darker than most people so 19 percent darker yeah maybe i don't think so i think you're at least 25 thank you you're welcome and i'd like to end since that is a kind of an upsetting note for me <laughs> so last week i posed a question to my instagram followers asking what everyone's favorite self-care activities during quarantine are. And I really enjoyed the responses. So as a nice way to round out our very dark episode with some positivity, I'm going to share some of those in case people are looking for suggestions or if you just like to hear ways that other people feel uplifted. Before you start with that, what is your quarantine self-care taking personality tests online. No, um, my one favorite thing, I really enjoyed spreading the word about the rent strike. Nice. I think that rent is a feudal, obsolete system at the best of times. And we're not in the best of times right now. We're in the worst of times. And I think that this is a great time to get the conversation started about why we believe that simply owning another person's dwelling should be a viable source of income for anyone. What made you happy during quarantine this week? Mine's a little less inspiring than yours. I got sizzle pie and I got the golden ring and it had truffle oil and mozzarella and goat cheese and green onions. And then I added some of them fucking black olives because I love them so much. And that shit was so fucking good. And that made me happy. I don't understand how people can like olives, but the rest of that sounds good to me. See, I don't like olives straight. I think that people that eat olives straight are complete nuts. But black olives on a pizza, that shit's fire. Okay, I'm going to read the self-care stuff now. What do you all say, pretty people? Let's hear it. One person said, my bike. And I was confused by that because what do you... what? Your bike? What are you doing with your bike? You're going to have to explain it. Are you fucking it? Who was that? What's her name? Out her right now. Another person said, stretching. It's a bit meditative and also feels so good after. I can finally touch my toes. What? Congrats. What's her name? Out her? No, stop. That was the point of this is that it's anonymous. Can you touch your toes? Hell yeah, dog. Are you sure? I'm going to send you a video of something super fucking cool I could do that I bet nobody thought I can do. And you could post it on the fucking. Oh, this person said my favorite self-care activity during quarantine has been visionary fiction. No. Oh, writing visionary fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Like writing it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. They're writing a book and I'm really excited for them. But I did say to send me an excerpt and they didn't. And so I'm thinking maybe the book's not that good. I don't know. Well, maybe they're just self- maybe it's great and they're just self-conscious. Okay, here's the next one. Uh, paint by numbers. What? What does that mean? What do you mean? What does that mean? It's like a thing that everybody has done since kindergarten. Paint by numbers. Paint by numbers. You get a sheet of paper 
and it'll be like every time you see a one you paint that green or whatever and by the time you're done painting all the different numbers according to the color coordinated key then it looks like a picture i can't believe i'm explaining this to you right now maybe you did that in elementary school i didn't do you really not know what i'm talking about i I have no clue what you're talking about fucking google it okay the next one is staying in bed doing old crosswords and not getting up until i have my hashtag morning poo the next one said exercise and drawing which i think is a really good one funnily enough i've actually been exercising more than normal in quarantine nice i have not i i'm not even gonna get started on how much i miss the gym i need to uh, it's hard yeah these purple bands resistant bands are not doing the same thing as a bench press yeah i know that a lot of apps like fitness apps that normally cost money have waived their fees for this month and some of them for next month too so that you can do like interval training workouts or like bar and yoga and stuff like that um if that's something you're interested in and um another person said they're learning how to knit and so far they've managed to make the toe of a sock and they're very proud i'm proud of them uh and they obviously don't have shit on my girlfriend i'm just gonna ignore that because your girlfriend's answer was long poops as in time and literal length of poop that checks out um another person answered (laughs) meditation and mindfulness which is great because i'm trying so hard to learn that do i know that person i'm not going to tell you anything fuck off and the last person said biking cooking and going on walks to touch all the plants and normally i would say don't touch stuff it's covid but plants can't carry covid so well, it's good to hear that everyone is finding something constructive and fun to do during this whole thing. All right, that's it. Fuck off. This has been an episode of Keeping Tabs podcast. We hope we didn't traumatize you too much. Keeping Tabs is written, hosted, edited, and produced by me, Jillian, and Max. Our logo was made by our friend Taylor, and our music is by our friend London. You can find us on Twitter at KeepingTabsCast, on Instagram at KeepingTabsPodcast. Please follow us, we are very lonely. You can also donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash keepingtabs, and please donate to us because we are also very poor. Thanks again for listening, we'll see you next time. Love you!